0: Commitments can be hard, so if you've made it this far, you're a good fit for better buddies.
1: Hello,
0: and welcome back to Better Buddies. Uh, we're not a movie podcast. I'm your host RJ, and with me tonight we have Tanner. Hey, and the infrequent, almost as uh, you barely beat out Tanner a number of appearances. John, hello. I'm glad to have both of you with us. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be interesting tonight, considering Tanner. I think you've been on one prior time, and John, you have two or three appearances.
1: I think this is my fourth one.
0: We're gonna kick it off tonight, continuing. The February Buddy Fest celebrations uh, with the icebreaker for this evening. Now, if you weren't here or didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, the second Friday of February is Palentine's Day, which kicks off the start of Buddy Fest, where we celebrate good friendship and making new ones, such as you two here meeting each other for the first time over voice. (laughs) Yeah. And continuing with the idea of friendship, our Better Buddies icebreaker for this evening— is what is your favorite fictional friendship? What is your favorite set of fictional friends?
1: And the sitcom
0: Ooh. Friends does not count.
1: Oh, that wouldn't be my favorite anyway. But <laughs> I'm going to need some time to think on that one. Do you want to lead us in, RJ?
0: I think I could lead us in and give you guys a little bit of time to think, unless Tanner's got one already. Uh, no, I'm thinking about it. Okay. Well, my favorite fictional friendship is probably going to have to be Woody and Buzz from Toy Story. Because it's got a real nice arc over the course of four movies of we're not for, we're reluctant housemates to we're good friends, chasing each other down and making sure we don't do stupid stuff to taking care of everybody else because we're the ones who have to do it. And then finally, in the fourth movie, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but it's been out since summer.
1: I have not. I actually haven't either.
0: <laughs> do you want me to not spoil it?
1: How big of a spoiler is it?
0: Uh, Maybe is not. It, is it okay. important
1: to the experience?
0: Yes, so I shall not okay. spoil it. Okay. I, I, I think if the
2: listeners have seen it, then they would probably already know what it is.
0: If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, you need to go watch it and finish the journey.
1: I would love to. I'm, uh, I'm so disappointed in myself that when you said Woody and Buzz, the only thing I could think of was that we're not aiming for the truck meme. <laughs>
0: This the truck. We're not oh, aiming for the I, truck
2: I, I, I don't know that I have I, uh, I know what it it's in reference to
1: But I don't know that I've seen the meme I'll, uh, I'll send you a link after this <laughs> It <right>, sounds good
0: <laughs> uh, For those of you who have uh, John are we on the same wavelength as this one? I think we are
1: Oh definitely
0: Uh The meme was a video from a while ago, oh god, that was a while ago, where somebody edited together the, uh, we're not aiming for the truck scene from the first Toy Story movie, and followed it up immediately with footage of the Twin Towers crash from
1: 9-11.
0: It was very dark humor, but quite humorous.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things you feel really bad at laughing at, but at the same time it's hilarious.
0: And that's really the key to humor, is the unexpected. Gotcha. So, have you guys had enough time to think, or should I vamp some more about humor?
1: I like vamping. Uh, <laughs> all right. So really, um, uh,
0: the best type of vamping is when a vampire vamps because he's a vamping vamp. Now, if he explains about how to vamp, he is a vamp vamp vamp. And in doing so, if he uh, bites your ears, you become a vamp vamp vamp. So you would be a vamp of the vamp vamp vamp. Does that make sense?
1: Following. Okay, of I kind of got lost at the whole ears part.
0: Well, see, because it's, it's all oral. A-U-R-A-L. Mm. So, it's all through your three your ears. You're listening to it. But he has to bite you through there to turn you. Basically, don't listen to vamping vampires. Be undead
1: through the power of music.
0: Basically. I my best to avoid them. <laughs> so, how you guys doing now?
1: I feel like everything I say is going to be too cheesy. I, <laughs> just, I just started with the cheese. No, but that's a good one.
0: I mean... Yeah, but it's super cheesy for me to do it, because that was a movie I memorized as a child.
1: Well, I imagine that's why it's your favorite (laughs) thing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is is a question where you're not going to get away with not being cheesy.
2: Um, Uh, Well, uh, if we're talking about uh, close friends and stuff, I would say there's no better friendship than uh, the main six from the My Little Pony series. Friendship Uh, is magic. uh, Exactly, uh, but no. I think I think my real answer is the best buddies are Shaggy and Scoob.
1: Ooh, nice. that's a good one. Real good. My personal there. favorites are uh, Vilma and her glasses. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know if I have a real answer for you.
0: So make up a fake answer. It's the internet. No one's going to know.
1: Uh, Harry Potter. Harry. Harry with Reminds. himself. Actually, Neville and his toad.
0: Neville and his Toad? Yep.
1: Okay. That's fair. That's the one. <laughs> Dumbledore and Fox, actually.
0: Oh, have you seen the latest Fantastic Beasts movie? No. Oh, God, it's dumb. They put in this oh. whole thing about how the Dumbledore bloodline has had a thing for Phoenixes, and then use that to show the main character from the... Not the main character, but the... um, What's it? Ezra Miller's character from the previous movie yeah. is a Dumbledore. Um. And they show that because he has a phoenix.
1: Oh. Oh. All right.
0: They also make up some really convoluted backstory <laughs> about like, oh, we were gonna... The bunch of wizards were sailing on a ship and the sister was jealous of the baby wizard. So threw him overboard, but grabbed the wrong kid. Or somehow the kids got switched. So the kid that got thrown overboard was the Muggle. And the kid that went with the Muggle family to New York... Was the magic
1: kid. Is that the guy who has, like, the quote-unquote disease in the first movie?
0: I think so, yes.
1: Okay. You should make a, a segment called The Crimes of the Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, oh, complain much... about the things you don't like about the movie.
2: There, there are a lot of crimes of Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the biggest crime of all was when they ruined the Elder Wand succession line. Because nobody else, when this movie came out, complained about it. Nobody who recognized it except me and Calvin. <laughs> we went and watched the movie. And we looked at the movie and said, wait a minute. That's a very, very old Grindelwald. And when he stole the wand, he was a young man. Both in the books and in the flashback from the movie. Which means he has to have the wand. So if he has the ownership of the wand, even if he wasn't using it, he still has ownership. And at the end of the movie, this aura, aura and... Newt disarmed him. That makes them the proper owners of the Elder Wand, which means Harry never had possession of it because Dumbledore never did. But at the time, we were like, "Oh, that's fine. No one. There are going to be more movies, so they'll clear. Name. They'll take care of it, right? Right?" But I don't think they're going to take care of it.
2: Oh, I mean, there are. I think four more. No, three more movies planned. But I. I don't know that. They're going to get made.
0: They'll get made Uh, because the money train is still chugging along.
1: uh, Technically. Does does Dumbledore... Sorry, I'll let you finish. No,
2: I was was just going to say, I I know Crimes of Grindelwald did not do well
0: critically. It it just wasn't a very good movie in general.
1: Uh, John, Uh, you were going to say? Does Dumbledore, like, in the lore, get the wand directly from Grindelwald? Yes,
0: because Grindelwald steals it as a young man which helps fuel his rise to power with Uh the only person he fears being Dumbledore because Dumbledore is such a good wizard and they train together, basically, so he knows Dumbledore is legit. Uh So when they finally duel, Dumbledore defeats him, and because Dumbledore defeated him, Dumbledore is now the master of the Elder Wand. But Dumbledore, being the cool dude that he is, knows, hey, this probably is a bad idea to talk about having and tucks it in his back pocket and just kind of goes on with his life until he's killed. And then...
1: Hmm? Is the is the rule of succession any time you disarm the owner of the Elder Wand, even if they're not using the wand, or is Correct. it only when they're using the wand?
0: It's wh- it's whoever the owner is, whether or not they use the wand, because that was the whole point of the seventh book with the, a line of succession. At the end of the sixth book, uh, Snape and Malfoy confront Dumbledore. Malfoy disarms oh, him. Snape kills it. him. But spoiler alert: Snape kills Dumbledore. Um, what? No. So. Voldemort, being so death-obsessed, thinks defeat means kill, so he thinks Snape is the one who's in charge of it. Mm. Malfoy, having disarmed him, technically defeated Dumbledore. Later in the Malfoy Manor, Malfoy doesn't have the wand, but Harry literally wrestles with him to get their wands from him and literally steals Malfoy's wand out of his hands, which means Harry defeated Malfoy, so (laughs) Harry was the owner.
1: Yeah, that's dumb. That's that's pretty dumb. <laughs> um, we should also put like a whole spoiler tag up for like the whole Harry Potter franchise get over around it. this episode at this point.
0: <laughs> that was another dumb thing they did with the latest movie was used to be, oh, Grindelwald was just afraid of Dumbledore because, you know, Dumbledore's such a cool wizard. He's so cool and so good and so magic. But apparently no. What happened was they made a promise to never fight each other through some like unbreakable vow shit.
1: Were they in love at one point? It depends. Is that what's implied?
0: Do you want to read the gay subtext?
1: Yeah, I do. Then
0: sure. Okay.
2: There's, it's, it's like hinted at in the, in the seventh book, in the seventh movie, but that's about all that you'll get uh, because J.K. Rowling did not bother to write any of it into the book Yeah. or into the movie.
0: The subtext <laughs> is literally like, hey, we took a little bit of Vaseline and smudged it on the lens level of, like... Clarity. So, if you want it to be gay, it's gay. If you don't think it's gay, it's not gay. Congratulations.
2: Yeah the the only the only reason that like it's canonical that they had a thing I use canonical in
0: quotes and air quotes big even air
2: is quotes. Because, <laughs> is because uh, it was Rowling Twitter and everything Rowling says on Twitter should be put into big air quotes when it's about the
1: Harry Potter books. Yow. It's all canon. It's all canon, every single bit. Yeah. If
0: that's all canon, then people can't complain about George Lucas changing Star Wars movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he actually went and changed the movie. Well, she yeah, didn't do that
0: a lot of people hated that he did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's just yeah. Of, it's like the uh, it's like ghosts and aliens. If you believe in ghosts, you really should believe in aliens. But if you don't believe in aliens, you really can't believe in ghosts.
1: I I don't understand the correlation here. I'm like, not following.
0: So, uh, the correlation between the two is, though, the Ghosts and Aliens thing is like the J.K. Rowling-George Lucas thing, if you're a fan of both of those things. You can't say Rowling is good for doing it, Lucas isn't, or vice versa. You really should either be, like, all in or all out. My main
1: problem with Lucas doing it, though, is, like, I had no idea what the original movie was, because I saw it 30 years after it came out. So, like, the remastered version was my original. Whereas just tweets don't don't affect the source material
2: exactly. Uh, with with Lucas's, you it's very difficult to find the original cut now.
1: That's fair. But I'm not saying what Rowling's doing is good either. I'm just saying it's different.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I like that better. Scratch what I said. Go with Thursday. okay.
2: <laughs> I, I think I think what Rowling's doing would have been fine if she bothered to write it into any of the books. The fact that it's all just clarified post through Twitter. I think makes it not good.
0: Yeah, that reminds me of another tweet she made. Somebody asked, like, oh, are there any Jews at Hogwarts? And she listed <laughs> off some random third-tier character that was mentioned five times. No, Hufflepuff? It, it, it,
2: it, it was not even a named character. She just said there is at least one Jewish student at Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> at least one. Fill in those quotas. Yeah.
2: That, I thought she'd named that, that's it. Okay. Far, I, <laughs> as, as far as I'd heard, that that's all she did. Which, like, Cool. There are Jewish students at Hogwarts, but, like, why didn't you write it into the books?
0: See, and I thought it was—maybe it was a different thing she answered with, like, she just listed the name and their house and their year. Okay. Or something as an answer. And it's like, okay, that's great. Doesn't really matter at this point. Could have just said yes.
1: Yeah, now go read through the books again and try to find them. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) And that's—my brother is super into Harry Potter, like that was his favorite thing when we went to Universal was the Harry Potter areas. He rewatched all the movies before we went. He loved. He thinks the the it's the best series to exist. Thinks the books are the pinnacle of authorship. And I just I can't do anything to break him of it to like get him to expand his horizons. Not that he has to like stop liking it. I'm not saying that. Let the kid love it. He's in like sixth grade or something. Let him love it. I'm just saying I, I want him to expand beyond.
1: Yeah, he will in time. It's a pretty good series. Yeah, loved by millions.
0: It is. I I, I would say the
2: uh, the Harry Potter series is like it, it's it's up there in terms of my favorites too. I
0: think it was definitely a it was significant in my growing up and all our growing ups really. I think because we were growing up with them.
2: Like, uh, I'm I'm not going to pretend that
1: didn't help. Yeah. Well, so is your brother.
0: Not in the same way though. Because the like, books
1: weren't coming out as we were growing up. Yeah, they were. More, more or less, yeah. Seven came out when we were like nine.
2: No, it didn't. Oh. <laughs> Seven came out when I was in high school.
0: Tanner, how old are you? I Tanner? will be 25 in a month.
1: Yeah. What? Tanner's not
0: that much older than us.
1: Oh, yeah. So it came out when we were like nine?
0: <laughs> no. Because he, he was... It came. When in high school, Tanner, do you remember?
2: Uh, I want to say it was one of the middle two years, but I'm not positive. So we were on in
0: like 13 or 14.
1: It was 2007.
0: I, it had to be after we were nine because I read all of the other books for <laughs> that stupid accelerated reading program we had to do and got in trouble because I'd looped back to do them again. And they're like, yeah, no, you can't do that. It's like, come on.
1: There's uh, no
2: way it was 2007 for the seventh book.
1: It, I'm, I'm looking at Google right now. <laughs> July 21st, 2007. When what? it came out? Yeah, the uh, initi- originally published. <laughs> book seven? That might have been only nope, it was in all English speaking countries. Book seven. Yes. It's been a long well, I time. I guess that would put me in seventh grade, but No. Wow. No way. So we were ten. <laughs> Good grief. I remember you finished it in a day, RJ.
0: I did. I'd have finished <laughs> it sooner if I didn't have to go to church.
1: That's a big book.
0: So Tanner, my uh, my dad's a magician as I may have said once or twice in existence, and there's a bookstore in northern Wisconsin near my grandparents' cabin. Near enough. And they'd hired him to do a party for book six when it came out. So he showed up opening night, was doing magic for the midnight release, and as part of his payment, we got a copy. And they hired him again for book seven. So midnight release, my dad gets the book, comes to the cabin, hands it to me, and this is that was a Saturday night. I wake up Sunday morning. I'd be this is maybe seven AM I wake up. I begin reading. I had to leave for two hours to go to church, because the church was a half hour away from my grandparents' cabin. We get back, I ate a little bit of food and I went right back to reading, and I finished probably around three or four o'clock. Ace. Nice. I think I completed no, it must have been a little bit later. Maybe four or five. But I read that thing in ten hours or less.
1: Oh, what else will make you feel really old? What? The seventh movie, part one, came out on November 19th, 2010.
0: When did part two come out?
1: Uh, July 15th, 2011.
0: I knew it had to be a warm month, because Calvin and I went to see that as a double feature.
1: Oh, Pop that sounds like a long time. It was a long time ago. That's five hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness.
0: And okay. then well, and then later, the rest of my family hadn't seen it yet, so they went to go see it while I had to take my youngest two brothers to see Megamind. Oh. Uh-huh. And they were really too young to be doing this because one of them was a baby and was crying, so I took the baby out of the theater to the lobby so that it would not disturb everybody else. And five or ten minutes later, a woman comes out with my other brother, who's pretty young, and said, yeah, he was afraid and didn't know where you were. So I spent a good hour sitting outside in the lobby with my two brothers because I couldn't... There was nothing else to do. Everybody else was into watching Harry Potter. And we nice. went back in to catch the last, like, five to ten minutes of Megamind.
2: My my response was not to say Megamind is a bad movie. I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things about it and would like to see it at some point. But...
1: I think it's on Netflix.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: I think you're right. I've never seen it either. <laughs> it's really good. We apparently have similar taste in movies. I finally <laughs> I saw heard. it
0: because my my sister was watching it on Netflix this year, and I just happened that's to be in the room. Very well done. Uh,
1: before we pivot too far off of Harry Potter, yeah, um, I have a story about mm-hmm. my experience reading Harry Potter that's going to make you think I'm weird. So unlike RJ, I didn't start reading Harry Potter until I was in like 6th or 7th grade. Um, And I read them in a very spectacular order. I started with the last book. (laughs) Then I read the first book. Then I read the sixth book. Then the second. Then the fifth. Then the third. Then the fourth.
0: That's a heck of an order.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised I comprehend the story, (laughs) to be completely honest.
0: I mean, to be fair, you're still doing better than Calvin, who, as far as I know, and I may be wrong, so sorry, Calvin, but as far as I know... He only ever listened to the last book on like tape cassette. I don't know if he actually read any of the others.
1: Throwing some slander at Calvin's way. Not slander. Just (laughs) just kidding.
0: Yeah, you know I gotta defend myself. I will not be. I will not be uh, injured in this manner. (laughs) This is a podcast about friendship, and I would hate to ruin that.
1: But um, (laughs) but like going back to book seven. Just reading the intro, there are so many characters involved that I don't know how I had any idea what was going on. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I mean, they immediately introduce... Hang on, I'm trying to count because there's...
1: It's like half of the Order of the Phoenix, There's 17 six of Harry's characters. friends. <laughs>
0: so you're introduced to 17 characters and an owl immediately.
1: Yeah, they all look like Harry.
0: <laughs> and then the Death Eaters show up and you're introduced to Voldemort and those guys. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that's a wild start to the series, right there. Highly recommended if you haven't read Harry Potter yet.
0: And they immediately kill off two characters. Hey, or a character. Sorry.
1: Spoiler tags.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to spoiler tag the 12 year old, mo- the 13 year old book.
1: Just, just name the episode. Spoilers for Harry Potter. <laughs> there oh, we go. <laughs> okay, oh, now that now that we've talked about Harry Potter for 30 minutes. Um,
0: <laughs> well, I just realized that. When you read, you read Book 7 first, and they introduced Hedwig the Owl, and you're just like, oh, cool, yeah. now, oh, they killed the owl, okay.
1: That was good, though, because I didn't have time to care about Hedwig yet.
0: Yeah. And well, Dobby okay. too, they, entered, they, <laughs> they pulled up this deus ex machida of the house elf coming in to save them from the manor, and you're just like, oh, cool, oh, cool.
1: Yeah. So, um, I was much less emotionally invested than having spent ten, li- ten years of my life reading books. So, it worked out for the best, I think. <laughs>
0: I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I learned something new the other day. Yeah. Apparently, in Ireland, there's a village called Ringiskiddy, and they are concerned about the fact that the fumes from a local Viagra factory are giving men erections in the town.
1: (laughs) That sounds like a very real problem, actually.
0: Well, the citizens spoke of a baby boom after the factory opened. And a local bartender who was interviewed said, uh, and I quote, one whiff and you're stiff.
1: It's a good slogan. Yeah. Viagra should use that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's, I didn't even think of that. Bottle the fumes. You don't need pills. You need the fumes.
1: Cheaper than selling fumes. Or cheaper than selling pills. (laughs) You both. Profit. Viagra light.
0: For those men who only want the two-hour erection, we have brand new, in a s- nasal spray form, viagra light.
1: God, that would be so awkward.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, like, a lot of baggy
1: clothes to have to wear all the time. <laughs> we're bringing the 90s back.
0: And of course the company, the people running the plant were denying it vehemently, saying, no, 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 can't be us, can't possibly be us, we didn't do it, not us, not at all.
1: That's wild. That's such yeah. a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, Can you imagine living in that town?
0: Apparently, as a, from what I was reading, it also like grew in size because of it. People were moving there because of it.
1: Well, I mean, new factory, new jobs, you know?
0: Well, new factory, new jobs. <laughs> but also free Viagra just by breathing. No, of course.
1: New at job. some point, that's got to not be okay for you.
0: Well, that's what but, I was about to just say. New jobs includes doctors. After <laughs> it's four hours and it hasn't gone
1: away. So if you're always breathing the fumes, how long does your erection last?
0: It's probably permanent.
1: <laughs> Ooh, how do you know when it's time to see a doctor then? Because yeah. usually the whole four hours thing is after one dose. But if you're constantly being dosed, well now here's how do you the question:
0: know? How much of the fumes are a dose?
1: Or is, <laughs> I is would it say like, enough to give you an erection.
0: <laughs> but what if it's like? You're just constantly breathing this in, and you're at half mast the entire time, and it's just like, I mean, eh?
1: it's really something we want to broadcast on the air at this point.
0: We already have the explicit tag. We're good.
1: That's true. I hope my mom's proud of me.
0: I already know that only my father listens to the show, and he's, uh, I'm still doing things that aren't nearly as bad as the things he did in his youth, so I'm probably good. Youth, when he was in, like, middle and high school. Not youth our age, but... And it still wasn't that bad. It was more he was just one of those general hoodlums. It's a good band name, General Hoodlum.
1: Yeah, well, General Hoodlum. Well, hmm. Yeah, I think Singular is better, actually. General, general Hoodlum. Hoodlum. Any How I Met Your Mother fans out there?
0: I was thinking of that. Yes. <laughs> Tanner, what are your thoughts on the uh, Viagra Viagra gas?
2: Um. Well, uh, I, I don't know. That probably is actually. Uh, major health concern
1: is that a chemical weapon That's does what this I violate thinking. the geneva convention
0: <laughs> i was just thinking <laughs> bottle that for the military use <gasps> it's like this have... program for world war ii i think it was the what now well it was either <laughs> world war ii or vietnam they were Are trying to con- concoct a drug that when they gassed soldiers would drive them into a f- uh, a frenzy
1: so to say Uh, So it's like the red flowers from Cave Story.
0: Literally make love, not war.
1: Oh, that was the goal? Mm Mm-hmm. The goal
0: was to incapacitate the enemy soldiers by a hormonal cocktail, which would cause them to go into a frenzy of sexual delight.
1: Okay. I thought you were saying use it on American troops. Oh, no. To uh, heighten their aggression or something.
0: Well, no need to heighten your aggression if you can destroy the other person's aggression.
2: I, I thought you were going to go with the Monty Python joke about the world's funniest joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, guys, they would, uh, they accidentally discover it in their the military test that they have a man standing out in a field, and they gas him, and he just falls down writhing, and he's like, just flopping on the ground, and they're like, okay... But what did it do? Another soldier goes to check on him, and he breathes in the gas, and they just start going at it. And they're like, ah, oh, this has potential! And then soldiers, like, go out into the fields and forests of World War II, and, oh, oh men, equip the grenades! And they all throw down the grenades, and the gas spews up, it's this blue gas, and it spreads over the battlefield, and Germans start, like, jumping up out of trenches, and falling out of trees, and running out of bushes, and start making out. <laughs>
1: That sounds intense.
0: <laughs> you get a oh my gosh to completely recreate it. The Nazis have an American ca- or a, a soldier captured from the Allies. They're like, tell, tell us the secret. What 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 is the secret? And he's like, come in come in close come in close closer closer right up to right here right right here I, I, I'm gonna whisper it because I don't want everybody to know I want you to know. And he gets right in and the soldier bites down on the capsule embedded in his tooth. Which releases the gas, and he starts making out with the German officers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That'd be pretty good. Is that what you were Sucks. thinking, Tanner?
2: Oh, no, no, no. The uh, there, There's a Monty Python sketch
0: about this guy that writes down the world's funniest joke. Yeah, I just um, did that entire sketch but replaced it with the Viagra.
1: Oh, oh that okay. wasn't an actual thing they did? No. Oh. Because
0: the, the actual sketch is, as Tanner was saying, unless, Tanner, you would prefer to explain it.
2: Uh, no, that's alright. I, I didn't catch half of what you were saying, and I don't know if it's my internet or what, but, like, oh. you were not on my end anyway.
0: Well, the, it's basically the same thing, but instead, uh, a man, William Scrivener, is a joke teller, a joke writer, and one day he writes the funniest joke and dies from it, laughing. So the police have to go in and remove the joke, and the sergeant will be aided by Squad B uh singing Lamentations to help protect him from the power of the joke. He manages to get inside and bring the joke outside before he his laughing. Military tests out the joke, finds it's great, and it cuts to a scene of a bunch of allies running through the forest with their paper held in front of them, shouting at the top of their lungs the joke as Germans fall out of trees and bushes, laughing to death.
2: <laughs> and the, uh, the military protection is every soldier can only say one word of the joke at a time uh, because... Uh, one time someone said two, and they spent several months in the hospital from laughter.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's a part of it I, f- I forgot. Uh, in order to use it in combat, they had to translate it into German, right? So they're protected from it when it's in German, but in the translation process, as Tanner said, they had to protect themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the where yeah. they tested out on the, their own soldier is really good, too. Because <laughs> they've got this, like, what's it called? Like the board, a, uh, a tri- like a trifold board, almost. On a stand. On an easel. It's on an easel. And it's covered with a cloth and two soldiers standing next to it. And there's a soldier out in a field. And he's standing there with his glasses on. He's kind of looking around. And they pull the cloth off and duck and cover. And he looks at it. He leans a little bit. Wipes his glasses off. (laughs) And then collapses. Effective at 50 yards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that part. Oh, I want to go watch this again.
0: Oh, you should. It's on Netflix.
1: It's worth it. I watched it on YouTube last time. I wonder if it's still up there.
0: Monty Python's entire sketch library is on there, and I think the episode the joke is in blatantly says has like information saying, this is the one with the joke.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> this is the one with the joke.
0: Oh, and then later when the Germans are trying to develop their version of the joke, a scientist and... comes in with his version of the joke, and he says his joke, and the general looks at him and looks at the agent, looks back at him and says, we'll let you know. Mm -hmm. And the agent shoots him dead onto a pile of other scientists. (laughs) Oh.
1: Oh.
0: (laughs) Aw. Those guys were funny. Funnier than we are. Definitely. Yeah. It's a shame that there's only four of them left.
1: So there's some openings on their team.
0: At least two. Mm -hmm. Technically, uh, there's technically five of them left if you count the unofficial Python. Um, God, I don't remember her name, but... There was an actress that they used almost every time they needed a female for any sketch because she just clicked with what the Monty Python style was. So every chance they had to use her, they did. I wonder which one of them was going to be the next to kick the bucket.
1: Uh, let's not go there.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking uh, Gilliam.
1: Place your bets.
0: One and all. It's going to be either Gilliam or um,
1: John Cleese. The world's going to run out of budget before that happens. <laughs> Oh.
0: <laughs> Michael's going to be the last one alive because Eric Idle's too old, too. Michael Palin will survive them all.
1: Speaking of British people meeting their their end, how yeah. long do you think the Paul McCartney body double is going to rule in his stead? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Have you heard of I, I assume Tanner's heard of this theory. Uh, yeah. uh, have you heard of the theory that Paul McCartney has been dead for years and his stunt double has been living his life in his place? I've, Ever since like the eighties,
0: I vaguely feel like I've heard something.
1: Yeah, so that's why the that's why the Beatles broke up. It wasn't Yoko. It was this body double cha- shaking things up as Paul. Huh.
2: There, there's supposedly a hint about it in the uh, um, in the song Revolution Nine. Okay. Uh, um, if you play it backwards, number nine sounds like "Turn Me On, Dead Man," and then there's another spot where it sounds like he says Paul is dead.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I'm gonna I'm gonna file this one away in the Stairway to Heaven backwards folder.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I haven't heard about that one. Tell me, tell me.
0: Oh, it's uh, as far as I know, it's a pretty old thing, but it's rumored that if you play Stairway to Heaven backwards, it's a satanic message.
1: Oh, that's just That's just 90s revivalism.
0: I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is it got used as a reference in a Batman comic. Interesting. It was the graphic novel *Dark Knight Returns*, where Batman is like sixty years old, but once he comes out of retirement to fight crime again, some Im- imitator goes and shoots up a place because he thought that the music they were playing, *Stairway to Heaven*, was had satanic undertones. So that's um, how I know yeah. about
2: it. I, I I just brought up the uh, bask the backmask supposed uh, lyrics. And they are, so here's to my sweet Satan, the other's little path would make me sad, whose power is faith, he'll give those with him six, 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 and all the evil fools they know he made us suffer sadly. What? Uh, of, co- of, of, of course it sounds a lot more like he's saying that once you know that's what...
1: Oh, yeah. Like, once you have yeah. that buried in your head, yeah? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Good grief. So yeah, that's some confirmation bias right there. Yep. Well, I guess that just confirms it then. Because you said it's confirmation.
0: The Beatles are Satan. <laughs> yeah. that. Uh. Once the last beetle dies, he will return fully formed to wreak havoc upon the earth.
1: If that were true, there would be five of them, R.J.
0: Well, yeah, Yoko Ono.
1: No, <laughs> fake Paul McCartney. He's the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of 666. Yeah. You ever hear the theory that the Book of Revelation is really just a book of code about living as a Christian in the Roman Empire before it was tolerated? Huh. And it's not actually about the apocalypse.
2: I heard some of that uh, because you can, using the Hebrew Hebrew letters for Emperor Nero's name, It like the number that that comes up with is 666.
0: Yeah. I heard of that one. I didn't realize it was like, a, I don't think I'd heard that it was supposed to be like code for this is how you live in the Roman Empire doing this.
1: It's just like a way to talk not very openly about things, hmm. you know? 'Cause if you did, you you were executed, so Yeah. You no, know, you gotta find a way around it. See, and
0: I, I remember I heard uh, apparently the Seventh day Adventists, I think is who they are, use it as their guide to when the end of times is coming. And as I understand it based on the episodes podcast Odo, Ross and Carrie did, according to the Seventh-day Adventists, the Sabbath is Saturday, not Sunday, and the Catholic Church is the beast.
1: I thought... I had heard that theory also. I thought Sabbath was always Saturday in the Hebrew teaching.
0: Yeah. It is, which is... Because that's when the... uh, As I understand it, not Jewish, but the Jews... Judaism celebrates Sabbath on Saturday, and that the Catholic Church is the beast because one of the things it did was switch to Sunday.
1: Hmm, yeah. Big Antichrist move right there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard about a theory that was like the papacy is the Antichrist. It would
1: make sense, you know? From their point of view. (laughs) From my point of view, you are a Sith. (laughs) The Jedi must be destroyed. I I
0: love, I don't remember how recently I saw it, but so, the pointing out of, like, uh, Padme still, like, Padme being surprised that Anakin slaughtered the younglings, even though he massacred an entire village worth of people on Tatooine.
1: Yeah, but, like... But he was hot, as, bad so. as As bad as his reason was for Tatooine, he had a reason.
0: I mean, yeah, but it, it, if the dude went and slaughtered a village full of people who did him wrong, are you really going to question him slaughtering a bunch of other people?
1: Yeah, clearly right, his has capacity for high-volume murder. They were like animals. And I slaughtered them like animals. The women and the children. Not just the men, but the women and the children. Man, I really wanted to watch... Episode 3, the other day, and I'm glad I stopped myself. (laughs) (laughs) I like the movie, but I don't know if I could have handled it.
0: That's why you gotta go watch the translation version. You remember that?
1: Backstroke of the West, my favorite. (laughs) Have you heard of this, Tanner? Oh. Um, It is Star Wars Episode 3, machine translated to Chinese and back, and then dubbed over. (laughs) And it's the entire
0: movie. Best scenes in it is re- when uh, Anakin has been turned to Darth Vader and he steps off the machine for the first time and shouts no, in the translated <laughs> version, the line is, do not want. Instead of no. <laughs> it's full of, like that one's the closest translation wise and there's so many stranger sentences.
1: I do not recommend watching the entire movie by yourself, but there are several highlight videos on YouTube. Okay. To, uh, but if you if you have some friends around, it's a good watch.
0: Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I've been wanting to have more watching parties and just search out like watch bad movies I haven't seen yet. I
1: haven't Still, seen the I haven't either. First one.
0: <laughs> yeah, there we
1: go. <laughs> Better buddies watch the room. <laughs>
2: um, okay, I've, I've got I've got a couple of uh, I've got a couple of suggestions to put on that list. Actually.
1: Oh,
0: let's hear them.
2: Um, it's called The Greasy Strangler.
0: Okay.
1: What? You can,
2: on Amazon Video right now, uh, Elijah Wood is one of the producers. Oh, huh. Is this a new movie? And that, um, I think when you see it, you'll be like, really? Elijah, someone put money into this? Oh, oh no. Um. Oh no. Uh. <laughs> oh no. I'm uh, Google Images
1: right now. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, no, don't, you have to go in blind.
1: You have to okay, go in blind. Okay, I'm gonna get off of there.
2: What else you got? Um, there's another one called uh, Iron Sky.
1: Oh, that's on Netflix. Yeah, that what? one's
2: about uh, Moon Nazis.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've heard about <laughs> that one.
2: Um, and uh, I think I think my uh, my last big one I haven't seen this last one is uh, Rhapsody Street Kids Believe in Santa.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> See, but I mean, the, the
2: classics like Cool Cat Saves the Day and uh, uh, oh, what's that other one? Uh, Troll Two.
0: Yeah, seen. I was uh, I would listen to a lot of the Flophouse podcast, and one of the ones that they did is a movie called A Talking Cat? Question mark. Cat. <laughs> Apparently, it's it's so poorly made, and the talking cat really doesn't do anything to help the
1: plot that's what the question mark is for (laughs) is the movie really about the cat who knows there was a there was a really good walking dead parody movie on netflix a few years ago called the walking deceased Mm -hmm. and if you're familiar with the show it's just spot on nice so highly recommend if you're a twd fan
0: what happened with that franchise
1: it's still going
0: I mean, They've yeah. made some
1: interesting choices in the last few years, but it's still going.
0: It feels like they're trying too hard to branch out, though.
1: I was surprised by the movies as well, yeah.
0: Have any of those come out yet? I don't think so.
1: Is I mean, should... at some point, I understand that they were like stuck with the world they had gotten themselves into. But,
0: like, it's... A... I'd have to go back and like double-check the comparison-wise, but they still had the comics to follow... Oh, they did. And the comics give a pretty definitive, like, here's the end point to get to, even if they don't follow the exact same route.
1: They're still, uh, they're still, for the most part, following the comics. I think they do some stuff out of order, which might be confusing. Well, I know... Also, Rick's supposed to have his arm cut off, which Andrew Lincoln was totally for, but the makeup department didn't want it to happen.
0: <laughs> well, and I think, uh, did they kill his son? Carl? Yeah.
1: Spoilers for The Walking Dead, Yes. Uh, See,
0: that's part of the problem, is the franchise ending, spoilers for the Walking Dead comics, the comics ending is in a post-zombie society, really, where everything is manageable, and Carl is telling the story to his kids, and, like, in the final issue winds up, like, having to go to court, because he slaughtered a bunch of zombies from a traveling circus, and the circus owners wanted retribution, and the judge was like, yeah, you know who that is, right? Like... He, no, oh, he's crimes. good. Get out of here.
1: Huh. That's so interesting, because the show does have, like, in season eight, I think, they have, like, flash forward points mm-hmm. to when Rick's old.
0: Yeah, Rick doesn't get old in the comics.
1: Yeah, so I guess they kind of replace Carl with Rick.
0: I guess. One thing, before we. Oh my gosh! I almost forgot yeah, about we're... that segment. Who should we shout into the void to? <laughs>
1: um. We could ask AMC when The Walking Dead movie's coming out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I don't know.
0: Do you have a preference on who we should shout into the void at? Don't know what this means.
1: All right, well... uh, This is the segment where we tweet at a random celebrity slash institution.
0: I prefer to think of it as making a new buddy, but uh, my co-hosts have decided it's shouting into the void. Okay. (laughs)
1: You're welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the Existential Dread Hour.
0: So, who would you like to tweet
2: at? Um... I don't know the uh, the AMC Walking Dead movie is is very on topic. I think. All right. So I I don't know that I have another
0: suggestion. So how about Everyone the Walking can... Dead on AMC? Yeah. Should we Perfect. add the Talking Dead
1: too? Um. We'll just get all of them. Two in one. Oh. let's just put the entire cast in one tweet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why not? No. <laughs>
1: That's
0: the worst that could happen.
1: Uh. <laughs> Well, we already explored what would get a Twitter account banned in a previous episode.
0: We did. So. We did do that.
1: <laughs> Anything that's not that. Or that's the worst that could happen, probably. If we're just asking a simple question. And
0: one more. <laughs> who, who did you all ask? Uh, the Walking Dead on AMC, AMC Networks, and Talking Dead.
1: Okay. When do I get to see Rick again?
0: When again? When do you? When do I? Not when do you. When do we...
1: Still in pre prod.
0: Oh. Oh. And hashtag bring back Carl. Hashtag
1: <laughs> bring back Carl as a zombie.
0: All right. We got that out of the way. Gentlemen, what is- thank you for joining me once again for another fun week. Uh, keep the spirit of Buddy Fest alive within you as you go out into the world. Thank you to the band problem of interest for allowing us to use the song living in the moment off their album cross off yesterday. They're on Spotify and iTunes support local bands. It's good to support the arts. You can contact us. I'll be the one reading it, but I will share with the others. Uh, we're on Facebook better buddies podcast. We're on Twitter at better Budcast And we have a Gmail better buddies podcast at gmail.com. Send us
1: emails, Fan letters, hate mail. Send us movie suggestions to uh, to watch in our new watch parties. If you, I, um, preferably bad ones.
0: Yeah, preferably yes. bad ones.
1: Bad ones only, actually.
0: No good ones. No good movies. Um, if you have a friendship problem you want us to give you advice on, we're happy to do that. And if you have any ideas for icebreakers you want us to answer, let us know about that, too. I think that's covered everything. Wow, that was really succinct for once, and I've just made it longer. Don't you usually
2: usually have an audience question or something at the end?
0: No, that requires having an audience. Oh, okay, that's fair. (laughs) Uh, With that note, remember, be a better buddy.
1: Hi, I'm John, by the way. Hey,
0: John, I'm Tanner. Nice to meet you. You as well. Have you guys really never
2: met?
1: I've not met most of your friends, RJ.
2: <laughs> it's I, 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 think, I think your friend that I've met the least number of times was Matt. Really? It was just like James and Calvin.
0: Huh. <laughs> Seeing it's a running joke between Eli and Matt that they don't know each other. Because <laughs> they've been introduced so many times.
1: <laughs> so I now hold the title of least known friend. Huzzah. <laughs>
0: Congratulations.
1: I, I'm so proud. I'd like to thank my family. <laughs> Never would have gotten here without them. I really should thank RJ for not introducing you to anyone. Oh, that's an excellent point. Uh, I'm
0: sorry, but the Academy is going to have to rescind your award due to uh, inappropriate
1: statements made during your speech. <laughs> I didn't want it anyway. Because we're living